Blog Hello, Talk everybody. Radio. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Genius Groove Theory. Tonight, we are talking about an issue about marriage, and uh, we have actually a good uh, <laughs> one of my regular guests is going to be out tonight. Uh, it's Brett, Bishop Brett. He's going to be here. We're kind of setting up right now. You guys hang on right there. We'll be right with you. Check in. All right. Yes, I do. Hello, hi. Hi. Can you check check one, check two? Can you hear me? There we go. There we go. Call in, can you hear me? We're doing a sound check. I thought you was talking to me. Oh, hi. <laughs> yes, I am. How are you? <laughs> Who am I speaking to right now? Dennis if you don't mind. Oh, hi. How are you doing, Dennis? <laughs> I'm fine. Good to have yourself? you out here. I'm doing blessed. Uh, it's It's been kind of a hectic kind of day. My brother came all the way up here from uh, La Harbor, and uh, so he's going to sit in with me. Uh, he's kind of getting a little bit set up. Here, use this. This right here. No, 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 use this. Oh, can you do that, too? Really? I mean. You're in? Okay. All right, yeah. What the topic of the day is going to be is what are the questions that you should ask that we should ask uh, when we're when we're getting into a you know a serious relationship, uh, one in which we're thinking about getting married, and um, that comes across. Well, you know, Dennis. Well, I don't know if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself as well. Right here. Okay, for everybody out there who doesn't know the call-in number, it's 917-889-2650. For all my guests out there who don't have that call-in number, you can reach 917-889-2650. So, Dennis, what brings you out tonight? What brings you out tonight? Uh, I got a message from you, and I said, let me go ahead and see what my sister's doing. So I decided to support and call in and see what you're up to. So so I'm calling in tonight. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Uh, Actually, I'm going to go ahead and go over uh, what the topic of the show is going to be. My brother's coming in. I didn't really prepare any questions for him today. Uh, basically what I did was, uh, you know, he wanted to freestyle, you know, I, I wanted to kind of touch on something that's really important. Uh, not too important because as you know, we're going to be doing a, we're going to be doing a, um, what we call a reloaded, a genius group theory reloaded. And in that I'm taking uh, 75 of us down to Vegas and we're going to have a good time. Uh, that was kind of sort of what we were messing with, uh, you know, when Dennis came out here. Dennis, I don't know if you want to give heads up 
the show is going to be 30 minutes, so let me run it by everybody and tell everybody what it's going to be. It's the topic of the show. <laughs> well, my brother is here. <laughs> the topic of the show. What do you ask an intended marriage interest? Many people are physically ready to marry but never got to the behind the scenes of a strained marriage that can lead them into divorce. I'm a, I'm a divorcee. And for many years, I don't encourage seeking out a mate simply because most of my my most recent relationship led to a setback in my professional career, and it altered my future, as everyone knows. So the reason I did not ask questions about important issues was because I was blinded by, what would you say, uh, uh, love and influence, and then sorrow and pity, feeling sorry for a person. So that commitment, I never really truly got. Being a monogamous person and seeking to be monogamous is basically what I've always wanted to live my life to do. So with that, uh, my brother, he's been married now for how many years? 36 36 years. And it started off kind of early. In talking with him and my my sister-in-law today, uh, they're going to be doing a couple of shows with me next week. Uh, They're pastors. So they're going to be bringing on some encouraging um, words. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and Dennis is a good friend of mine. Uh, I don't know if Dennis wants to give a little bit about himself since we do have callers out there listening. I'm going to go ahead and say hi to my brother, Bishop Bray. Bishop? Yeah, how y'all doing out here today? Okay, okay. Hello? So, yeah, Bishop Brett, can you hear me? Hi. Are you there? Oh, let's see. Let's let's get Bishop Brett in. I'm Dennis. Am I in? There you are. You're in. (laughs) Hello, Bishop. Well, let's try it again. I'd like to say hi to everybody out there and uh, have a good day. And uh, well, I'm happy to be back on. Go ahead, Bishop. Okay, well, you can turn... uh, I'm hearing a little bit of feedback. It's a little bit different doing my show without my equipment. Uh, that is like one of my hardest uh, struggles. But, you know, in speaking to you today, I want you to introduce you. There's Dennis out there. We have a few other people out there, too, that are listening in. Um, please feel free. Mm-hmm. Huh? Not speaker. Oh. Okay, so, yeah. Yeah. Is that it? Okay, yeah. So getting uh, in, into the group, that's Dennis. He's our, he's a he's a business uh, guy who's going to be working with me and Bruthy and Brini and um, he's a uh, uh, promotes uh, a black, you know, uh, buying black, doing black, being black, and and trying to get money into our our, our never before had uh, circumstances as being black. So he's a good brother of mine. So Brett Bishop. I'm sorry. Um, I didn't make any questions for you, but we have talked about this subject a many times. What are those things that you, so let's say, since we're only working with 30 minutes, and now we're at 22 minutes, let's, let's take a top three. What are the top three questions? I don't know if you can do that. You're pretty good. But what are the most important top three questions that a person, a woman or man, should ask 
in seeking a relationship with another person? What are the top three questions? As a counselor, ambassador, what do you say? What what should we want to know? Well, uh, in the beginning, you should ask how a person can love you and what what is their uh, how do they figure that love is because a lot of times people definition of love is different from what you think so therefore you need to know where that person stands with love so that you don't get all messed up later because their their, their way of loving might not match your way of loving so you need to get that thing straight right on the beginning so that you don't have confusion later on a second the second thing is you need to find out if that person is employed. You need to find out their professional skills. What, what do they do? How, how will they survive? How can they survive? Do they have their own? So that you don't end up picking up another dependent. Uh, you, you need a helpmate. The Bible says that you should seek a helpmate, not a dependent. So, therefore, you need to know where that person stands with their, in their professional life so that they can have enough input and in, come to help you in your time of need. Next of all, you need to find out about that person's past because what they've done in the past might come back and hunt you in your future. So you need to find out, are, are they a criminal? Are, are they a pedophile? Are, are, what's going on with them? Where did they come from? <laughs> because okay. you don't want to find out later after you have a family, you want to find out ahead of time to save yourself a, a lot of grief and a lot of troubles. And these are just a few little pinpointers to get you going. So uh, go ahead, Jen. Well, when, uh, when I was speaking with you, I know I promised my sister-in-law, your wife, that we wouldn't talk about this tonight. Um, uh, I see I do have a caller out there uh, from the 949. I don't know. I'm going to go ahead and <laughs> release with them if they want to talk. Uh, it's a little bit different. Usually they can uh, be able to tell me when they want to speak, so I'm just going to go ahead and uh, tune them in if they want to speak and say hello. We're good with that. Hello. Uh, welcome to Tina's Group Theory. I'm just going to go ahead and release your so that if you do want to speak or you have anything you'd like to say, you can go ahead and join on in, um, and I'd be more than happy. Thank you guys for joining the show tonight. I'm really excited about <laughs> doing my first show in a very long time. It's been a long time. So I welcome you, and I thank you, brother, for being here as well. I promised your wife that I would not speak on the subject that we were going to talk about today, <laughs> okay? The topic that you guys talked about earlier, I said I wouldn't, I wouldn't the whole uh, property, marriage property thing. I know I promised not to say, or oh, we're going to take this into next week, but you you, you made a point Uh Marriage as a property value, <laughs> or property? I'm asking you. What? Okay. Well, you, well, well, what we mean when we say property value, when you marry someone, you marry that person, and that person becomes not your personal pers- person, but they become a person, a part of your life. So, therefore, when you marry someone, you're making an investment. You don't want to end up marrying someone that took on drugs or someone that took on uh, lying, cheating, stealing, gambling. You don't want that. You don't want to marry into that. You want to marry someone positive. 
That's why it's important that you find out about them before you say, I do. You know, it, it, it sounds kind of cruel, but then on the other end of it, will it be cruel when, when you've saved yourself a lot of money and time and lawyers? So you have, this, you have to make big boy and big girl decisions and, and go after people that are worthy of you. Now, if, if you don't, if you, if you figure that your life is a mess already, you want to look for somebody clean to help you clean up your life. You don't want to end up with somebody equal to you because you're just going to find yourself in a big sinkhole. So it's very important that we get someone that can pull us up and out or someone that's going to cheer for us to make us a better person. <clears throat> Go ahead, Jane. Uh, well, I do have a couple of, I have a few callers out there. I wanted to check and see if anybody had anything they wanted to join me in or say anything. If they do, feel free. If they have any questions, they can go ahead and say hello. <laughs> That's fine with me. But if they want to be, you know, anonymous, we're really good at that. So I am getting texts as we're speaking. So I think there's an ear out there that probably would love to hear what you have to say about, uh, how do you approach, uh, we're down to 15 minutes left in the show because we're just doing 30 minutes for the next following week. So the question is, how do you go about asking a, a person about their personal uh, finances? Uh, I mean, they're, you know, for me, you know, you know, you sis, right? I've been kind of like a, you know, I'm the parlor, you know, I'm the queen of that. So how do you, for a brother to come up and ask me, what do I do for a living or what kind of job I have and what's my credit score, I, I would be a little tad bit offended. So how do you go about doing that? Well, first of all, you need to be straight out because this is your life we're talking about. This is your livelihood. When you're in a relationship, it's, it, you know, that it, to get married, now. Not to fool around to get married. You're looking for someone that you can conquer and get some stuff later on. You're gonna to have to, you know, get a car, get a home, have be able to take care of your kids, be able to keep the lights, the gas, the, you know, you, you're gonna have st- stuff that you need to rely on each other for. You don't need to be running around with somebody with a habit when you're. You don't need to be running around with somebody with things in the closet to come out later. You don't need that. So we have to be honest to ourselves and true to ourselves, and we have to pick people that are really truly ready for marriage. Marriage is a commitment. Marriage is something of trust. You don't need nobody distrustful in the beginning because in the beginning how things start is most of the time how things end. You you start something that's not trustworthy, it ends not trustworthy. That's why the marriage rate is 78%. 78% of all marriages fail. They fail because things come out in the woodwork later. Things come out in the woodwork that should have came out in the very beginning and that marriage would have not taken place. Let's not waste each other's time. Let's find quality people so we can have a, a marriage with longevity. Longevity is the key. To have a happy marriage where it has. Well, 
Well, you, you, to have a happy marriage, you have to hunt for somebody that's worth marrying that's there for you. And, and, and you have to have these people, you know, you have to do a little invest, investigation because a lot of people lie. And most of the time when you find that guy that's Mr. Light, you're only going by what he says. You're not going by what you see. You're not going by what you know him of. So, therefore, you need to investigate and find out if that guy is right for you, if he truly has what he say he has, if he's truly the person that he say he is. Because a lot of times people tell you anything to get what they want and use you. And once they use you, they, they figure it's like a big old game. But a, a lot of people that want to get married, it's not a game to them. It, it's something that they're going after. They're after they want a good man and they want a good woman and they want it to last. And so don't, don't waste your time with a bunch of stuff that, that you don't need to go through. You know, like I t- tell my wife, I've been with my wife 36 years. We're going on 37 years this year. We have a total of 10 children. And uh, my, my baby, I only have one baby left. He's 16. My other baby girl, she just turned 18 four days ago. Well, marriage is not easy. It's hard. Well, uh, I've been knowing you basically all my life. <laughs> and uh, I saw you go from uh, being a hellion to, to, to being a father to your kids and uh, representing for your community as a pastor and also doing marriage counseling for, for couples newly married couples and, and people expecting to get married. Um, what my question would have been, I do have someone out there. Let's take a look. Hold on with me. Yeah. I'm going to see what my silent person wants to be. My question is, can how you? can you move forward on a relationship where both sides have failed? Not only they're not liking the other person, but there is a strong connection between the two, but nobody understands that. How do you move from that? Well, you, you, you have to take the value of yourself. You take yourself value. You see, it's all about value. If you value yourself, that's the only way you could even be in a relationship. You have to have value yourself. If you look at yourself as a king, guess what? You better go seek a queen. If, if you're a queen and you value yourself as a queen, guess what? You better go seek a king. Don't don't go seek the wine old down at the liquor store if you're a queen. You 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 seek someone in a king status, someone that stands out, someone that that has something to offer you, someone that does open the car door for you and treats you like a queen. Don't go seek Willie Willie the wine old because Willie the wine old he he can't give you what you need. Need see I'm that type of preacher. I tell you like it is so that you can change so that you can get something. You can't get nothing if you if you go looking for nothing. But if you go looking for what's your worth, guess guess what? You just improved your property value when you added that other property to you. Well, and the, what the I do believe what the caller, the uh, silent caller, would like to know is they're already in a relationship, and this relationship is kind of damaged. Uh, it's damaged to the extent that neither of the other, you know, uh, relatives like the other. Uh, and I take it that there is a lot of, uh, and I know you've always said this, when you decide to get married, uh, your husband and your wife are the primary uh, people in that relationship. It's no longer your mom, your father-in-law, or anybody else, because it really doesn't matter to them. It's what 
you, it's your relationship then. So they're already in a relationship. Well, well, it could be fixed. Anything could be fixed. But it takes that one person that's willing to take the blows. You know, just because you say I'm married, it doesn't mean everything's going to go smooth. You're going to have interference coming from your mom, your dad, if they're still alive, you're going to have interference coming from the kids. It's it's a bunch of... uh, Bunch of people are going to try to play games in your marriage that you're going to have to be strong enough to defeat. That's why it's good to have a good relationship with who you're with. It's good to be able to talk to them. It's good to be able to talk to them, take your time, and understand exactly where they're coming from. Don't just rush them off. It's good to be there for them mentally, physically, sexually, all the way around. It's good because the more that you two stick together, nothing can break you and nothing can come between you. Your mom, your mom, your dad, and all them, they don't count when you're in a relationship for marriage. When you're in a relationship for marriage, your marriage, your marriage is pending. So, so therefore, all these no-sayers and soothsayers and all the people that have things to say about how you're doing things, it don't count because they don't know what you two people are going through. All right. Like they're saying, uh, they, they, they need to, the, God says, God says that anyone that interferes in a marriage needs to stand away. Okay, what about a baby daddy? I just got this. Baby daddy, I do means everything. Baby daddy coming around, what's that got to do with it? He, he, he done his part. He was a sperm donor. Let's be, that's, that's all he donated was sperm, and he had to take care of the kid in which he put out. That's it. Bottom line. If there's no first benefits. It doesn't mean he can come back and have sex again. It doesn't mean, no, no. It means that he has to take care of his kid and let the other parent go on and live their life. What about sex before marriage? I know because we're looking at, we're looking at, we're down to like eight minutes. And, you know, maybe about the third minute. Well, well, well I'm going to put it to you plain and clear. If you're looking for marriage, this is a talk, talk about people that are looking to be married. I'm not, I'm not, I put, for success and all all that, that doesn't mean you're looking to be married. Right. Yeah. Sex is pleasure. I'm talking marriage. Marriage is a responsibility. Marriage is a commitment. Marriage is, you, you know, you got to have some stuff there to go get married. Well, you know what you are. So, so I found, I found in my, in, in, in my, my time, I found that it doesn't matter about the sex. Sex does not make a person. Yes, it doesn't. You know, I learned that in uh, my relationship with uh, my papa. Uh, pretty much, uh, we never had sex. So, and I loved the, I loved him more than anybody I've ever loved, and he loved me. So with that, see, you know, see, that's that's where true love comes in. That's where true love because you got to remember, as life goes on, there'll be certain things in people's life. What if you can't have sex? Right. Where does the relationship go then? If you build a relationship on sex, guess what? One of you get in a situation, women, they have hysterectomies all the time. Men, they, they become impotent. Middle age crisis. They go through middle age crisis. They go through these certain things. I wouldn't want a wife that would cut out on me if I had to go through something. So I'm not going to build a relationship on sex. Right, right. Because sex come and go. But, but uh, true love, true love, you got somebody that's going to stick with you through thick and thin. Right. Grab them. Hold them. Right. 
Right. Because I'm gonna tell you something. You could that right. ooh and I can go away any time now. <laughs> but, oh, but I'm gonna tell you something. When you got somebody that's down, <laughs> there you go. Somebody that's gonna be with you when the lights get cut off. They're gonna be with you when you run out of gas. They're gonna be with you through all the bad and the good. So this having fun. This having the fun of it. You know my last relationship, right? Now let's talk about a parent. I'm just taking what the person looks like. Now, you know I'm not the kind of person who chooses a person by what they look like. Or you know, I mean, I fall for the person's inner what I think I can connect to. Uh, what do you say about when it comes to you know uh, you know what I, what I did? I kind of overlooked some things because I was too busily focused on you know he was still poor old poor old him, but he was a poor old poor old multimillionaire. So oh poor old poor old him wasn't really the situation. I I did not see past that. So when a woman is looking into a person or, or a woman or a man is looking to their finances and with their words, they get tricked. Well, when you leave yourself, well, well, first of all, like I said, I'm going to go right back to it. You have to put some value on you. I don't care if you make $3.50 an hour or $35 an hour. It don't make no difference. You, you, you put the value on yourself. You know what you're worth. Me, I walk around as though I'm a king because, therefore, I, that's, that's how I feel. I feel like a king, so I'm going to walk around like a king. It doesn't mean that I have king money. No. It doesn't mean you but I, have I have king self-esteem. I have king self-esteem. Does king self-esteem uh, outweigh all of the things that the person don't have? Like say, if the person is a, has a criminal background, does him? Well, truly, he might, truly you know, it helps you in every area of your life because you know how, it's bad enough that we, we go through being black. Okay, come on. We, let's be honest. <laughs> Some places we feel out of the water, right? But if you build up in your mind that you are, you you are a king and and you have you know you you deserve the best. You can walk with the best. It doesn't matter what color they are. It don't matter who what they got. It just don't matter because you know you're a king and nobody can tell you different. And that goes for women too. You're a queen. So why should you go out and 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 and, and mess up your life, marry marry somebody not equivalent to you? Well, I just got a good shout-out. We got a shout-out. And uh, the person says they love us. <laughs> they love being around us. <laughs> you know, it's a it's a family member. And, uh, you know, just uh, how we speak and how we do things. Uh, you know, we're almost down to a couple of minutes. So I would want you to, uh, you know, take take us out uh, with a short prayer because we're under, uh, under a minute. So I'd like you to just go ahead and send a prayer out to all those single men and women out there who uh, unfortunately don't have relationships. Okay, Father God, take take away what's what's covering our eyes. Take take away, Lord, what's keeping us back from our mates. Let us find our mates, Lord. Let us find the mates that are equal to us that we don't
that they shall overcome. Overcome all the Thank you very much. I do welcome all of you guys out here tonight. Uh, we're coming down to our last minute. I thank you, my brother, for being there, for representing for for us as well. And uh, we'll see everyone tomorrow night at this, uh, most likely at the same time. We'll do it at the same time tomorrow night. And tomorrow's show, we'll see if we're going to go ahead and have Bishop Brett come out and uh, you know, especially in his wife, a prophetess, Juana, they're going to come out, sit with us, and be able to walk us through some things. Uh, this week is going to be kind of what you were saying, college, hell week. So hell week, we're kind of dealing with some hellish issues. Uh, we're going to be talking about a lot of things that are directed towards our people and how we can get a little bit more financially uh, stable in this economic situation that we've been birthed into that's not good for us. So I'd like to thank everybody. Uh, you've been here live with Genius Roof Theory, sending my love and admiration to you all. Have a blessed and a peaceful night. God bless and love. Amen.